Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewers Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And I saw this morning something that I pretty much was already expecting, even though it was very irritating to me when I saw it, is that now the CDC has now reversed their course, and they're saying that everybody that's inside, indoors, around anybody, needs to wear a mask again because of the dangerous Delta variant. <laughs> and I just started laughing. And, you know, then they brought up, now they're discussing the fact that all K through 12 schools now, starting in the fall, have to mask up their children again. And that one got me a little irritated. That one really, really got me irritated in the fact that we are not playing this game with them anymore. But yet, for some odd reason, so many clowns around the country are still wanting to follow suit to whatever the CDC tells us, like there's some type of God, even though they have no enforcement branch whatsoever. They're simply a disease agency that gives guidelines out to certain transmittable diseases. Let me tell you guys this. I've talked to numerous doctors, numerous doctors, active physicians all across the country. The alleged Delta variant is the injection. The injection is causing the mutation. There's been numerous virologists that have come out now and said this as well. When you start going in and doing this mass vaccination campaign that's not even a vaccine that's causing people to produce a pathogen, what do you expect to have happen? You're going to have a mutated virus basically pushed out. That is why we're hearing roughly 60 to 70 percent of everybody that's going in the hospital is basically been injected as far as when they're coming in with this. And I had a friend of ours text me up this morning, and he said his girlfriend, two of her friends in their 50s, she worked with basically in the uh, health industry, just died in the past week, allegedly from COVID. However, both were fully vaccinated. Well, they didn't die from COVID. They died from whatever they were injected with, and of course, they're still using the PCR test even though the CDC has withdrawn its emergency use from it because they can't determine whether or not it's influenza or COVID. And what's interesting about it is now we're hearing this repeatedly of people dying days after the shot, people being hospitalized with allegedly COVID days and weeks and months sometimes after the shot. This isn't coincidence, my friends, and one thing that I saw repeatedly over the last week now i've seen this trend kumo made a comment yesterday on tv basically said that people need to start taking their friends and putting them in the cars and driving them to get their shot in the arm another article from cnn said we got to get more people to get the shots in their arm another article on nbc came out and said basically a shot in the arm is the only way to prevent this Another article that just came out yesterday morning from National Geographic. The guidance changed from the CDC reversing course on mask indoors as the highly transmittable Delta variant sweeps a nation that is struggling to, to still get enough shots in arms. Now, when I read that sentence, the end of it is the Delta variant sweeps a nation that is still struggling to get enough shots in arms. I'm not an English major, but I could have come up with a whole lot better ways to make that statement besides struggling to get enough shots in arms. Why are they using this term now? 
Why is this term getting a shot in the arm become so aggressive? Why is nobody talking about, well, we're struggling to get enough vaccines distributed. We're struggling to get enough people in order to basically get them to accept the vaccine. Well, it's because the vaccine narrative is starting to crumble and they understand what's starting to be brought about, how this is not a vaccine at all. It is gene therapy. It is a basically an RNA gene therapy technology. We've talked about it in detail, but I thought I would bring that up now is all these news agencies are using the term shots in arms, getting a shot in the arm as if somehow getting a vaccine, getting an immunization. If you've noticed now, not one single news agency refers to this as an immunization. They're not even referring to it normally as a vaccine anymore. They're calling it a shot in the arm. There is a reason why they're doing this, and the terminology and the psychological conditioning is something that is very, very prevalent in the mainstream media and along with the banking cartel that controls the pharmaceutical complex. So I thought I would bring that up this morning, Dad, but as far as I'm concerned, there is absolutely not a snowball's chance in Hades that myself, my friends, my family, anybody I know or anybody down here in Central Florida is going to listen to whatever the CDC has to say, especially when these morons come back now and say, even if you've been fully vaccinated, you have to wear a mask now inside because it's for your protection. These guys are a clown show at the highest level. They put Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey to shame with the nonsense that they spew. And this, again, is the psychological warfare tactic. Now what they're doing is they're pitting the vaccinated against the unvaccinated or the ones that got the shot in the arm and the ones that are healthy. Better way to describe it. And it's exactly what I talked about last week with some of the governors and representatives and mainstream outlets that are now essentially pitting the people that got the shot and the people that haven't got the shot and trying to blame everybody that wants to stay healthy, maintain their immune system through a natural approach through vitamin C and D3 and zinc and continue to live their life freely unmolested on their way. They're the ones to blame for this when it is an outright lie. The people that are getting injected are the ones that are spreading this according to multiple doctors that I have now talked to that are literally on the front line dealing with this right now, Dad. What do you think? Well, last night, uh, Dr. Tenpenny asked me to come on her, her show and do an hour interview, and she asked me to do a Bible study. This was a Bible study show that she had, and so I went into extensive, basically, scripture references as to what Christ has done for us. One of our Australian listeners said they had to turn it off because it was loving Jesus too much. <laughs> Sharon told me that this morning. I said it had to be out of Australia. And guys, it wasn't a talk show as far as let's talk about COVID last night. It was about let's talk about Jesus. She asked me to do an intensive Bible study. I'm going to look and I'll, I'll have it posted on the website here in a couple of days. You guys can listen to the show. If you try to find it on, you know, on, on Instagram, it's very difficult to get these things posted on Instagram. And so, you know, we have to understand something, you know, when I was a child, we had a song that we sang in the Lutheran church, and it was onward Christian soldiers marching off to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. And I talked about this in depth last night, how the only hope we have was through Christ. Now, also what we have to do, and we've mentioned this many times, is we have to organize at a grassroots level. We have to take, how should I say, a playbook play from Saul Zelensky, Rules for Radicals, and we have to organize at the local level like they've done. Because right now, our school board that Austin and I fought against several months ago 
the video went viral with me and Austin talking to these clowns about cultural Marxism, et cetera. They did not take off the books about being able to put masks back on these children. And now the CDC is basically coming back in and saying that they're going to mandate it again for K through 12. This is insanity. So that means the school board has left the door open to go ahead and reinstitute the mask policy here in Polk County. They've done it again. They did. And that's why we did not win the battle with those guys. And they said that we didn't have to wear the masks last summer when we were there a few months ago and they were going to change it then. But they have the ability to put it right back in again. And see, this is the fight that we have. And Austin's right. When they tell you shot in the arm, what that is, that's a subliminal messaging program they use. It's basically Kabbalah is what it is. And what it's doing is it's setting you up to get a shot in the arm. So they're not talking about the vaccination anymore. They're talking about the shot in the arm. Let me give you an example of that. If I say to you, please don't listen to me, right? Your subconscious mind doesn't hear, please don't listen to me. It hears, listen to me. That's what it hears psychologically. You know, Freud taught us this. Bernays taught us this. The marketers taught us this. And so it's what your mind completes the sentence to say, shot in the arm. Everybody needs a shot in the arm. It's not a vaccination. It's just a shot. It's no big deal. We've all had shots. Let's get a shot in the arm. They don't say kill shot in the arm. (laughs) They don't say any of that. But what they're trying to do is to program you to listen as an obedient, mind-controlled slave. That's what they've done. And I went into detail last night with Dr. Tenpenny about the blood of Jesus and the multiple verses. And I posted that on the website about all the different verses about the blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And we need to understand that. That when Christ came for us, remember the Bible, I've used this verse many times. It said basically the God of this age would never have crucified the Son of Glory if you don't know what he's doing. Well, the Bible interpreters, they want to mislead you on that, all these commentaries. What they want you to make it believe is that, you know, Jesus Christ was the Son of the Most High God. And had they known that, they wouldn't have killed him, crucified him, have him resurrect. And that's, that's not what happened. He told them who he was. He told him his kingdom was not of this world. He told Pilate that. Pilate didn't want to crucify him. The Jewish satanic leaders, the Pharisees, who Jesus had just called out for being children of the devil, they worshiped Moloch and Baal and Asherah. These people were Satanists. They knew exactly who he was. And the commentary, again, twists the word basically by saying, oh, if they had known who he was, they never would have crucified him. They crucified him because they knew who he was. And they thought they would eliminate the plan of God by crucifying the Son of God, Jesus. It didn't work that way. And I talked about this last night on the show. And the guys and folks in Australia, you need to listen to this one. It's real important. And all over the world, listen to this. When when Jesus Christ was in the flesh here on this planet as a man, he was not omnipresent. That's why he said, when they asked him when the end times were going to happen, he said, I don't know. Only God the Father knows when this is going to happen. Now, why is that? Because Jesus was no longer in an omnipresent form. He wasn't in that form. He was in in an earthly suit. He basically had to experience what we had to experience on this planet as a man, is what the Bible says, to have the scripture fulfilled. When he left this place, if you remember, when they found him outside of the tomb and Mary and the girl saw him, they were going to run and hug him. And he says, no, don't touch me. For I've not yet returned to the Father. He was being changed at that point, and he did not want them to basically be in contact with him physically. Now, a lot of people say that's because he was going from an anionic to a cationic body chemistry. There's all kinds of different theories on why he said that. The point is he was being transformed, transfigured, going back to that of the Father, being coming omnipresent again. And after that, he was able to walk through doors. 
He was able to have people touch him and put their hands in his scars because he had become an omnipresent God again. And had the God of this age known, which is Lucifer, by the way, the prince of this world, had he known what, he, what, what the plan was, he never would have crucified the son of glory. That's what that verse means. They wanted the ancient Canaanite religions to stay in prominence in Rome and worshiping of all these different gods. They were basically, how should I say, in slop heaven. They loved the fact that they were basically having hell on earth with all the human sacrifices they were having. They loved it because they were taught to do this by the fallen angels because they hate God and they hate humans and they hate, really hate Christians. But when Jesus was crucified and was resurrected, he became an omnipresent God, which means he forever experienced the cross, forever experienced, again, the Garden of Eden, forever experienced being at the right hand of God the Father, so his blood provides a continual sacrifice for our sins through all eternity. They didn't understand that. That's why it says if they had known what they were doing, they never would have crucified the Son of Glory. That's why it says that, not because they didn't know who he was, because they knew exactly who he was. He told them who he was. It gets me so aggravated with these Bible commentaries, and Austin talked about that yesterday. A Bible commentary is not the word of God. It is the opinion of these people who are writing on different verses. And what they wanted to do was maintain the ancient Canaanite religions and Roman religions and Colosseum fightings and hanging people on crosses and all the things they wanted to do as blood sacrifices to Baal, Moloch, Asherah. Quasicodal, whatever you want to call it, Isis, Osiris, all this stuff. That's what they were doing, all the same entities. And this is what they wanted to do. This is why Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. He told you it's going back to everybody thinking evil all the time. He told you that when he comes back because they want to bring back the old world order. So that was the, that was the entire gist of the one-hour talk show last night that I did with Dr. Tempen. It was a big, in-depth Bible study, and I, I, I probably went through 15 or 20 verses on the blood of Jesus, and I've posted those on the website also as far as you can go back and read through those. This is why it's so important for you to understand who we are in Christ. I mean, it really is, because if we don't understand who we are in Christ, then we don't have any idea of how to stand against this stuff. This COVID kill jab. This, this is unbelievable. In fact, Brad also said – I'm going to read this to you again because this, this is what Austin was quoting. Two of this Brad's g- girlfriends in their 50s, both, both, she worked with both of them, died this past week from COVID, and they are both fully vaccinated. Next, her friend who was 48 years old had a COVID last year, got over it naturally, was fairly healthy. However, her husband made her get the Pfizer shot, and she was dead four days later. Now, this is Brad's girlfriend, so this is all coming really close and really tight to all of us now. We're all starting to see people who are around us who are dying from this. Now, another one of our listeners last night, and she had heard the show we had done yesterday and the day before yesterday. And, and, and I, by the way, I love you guys when you guys give me comments because it makes me really think because you guys are smart. I love it. And here's what she said. I've heard Ted say multiple times that Christianity is a rejection of Judaism. Personally, I think Christianity could also be considered a fulfillment of Judaism, the prophecies of the Old Testament, where God did initiate the genealogy with Abraham, gave Moses the Ten Commandments, revealed the foretold coming of Jesus to the prophets, etc. Anyways, that was a great show today. Blessings to you all. Great, great response. Great way of thinking through this. Now, let me tell you why I say that, why I say that basically – the Christianity is a rejection of Judaism. If you read Hebrews 8.13, it says, by calling the new covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete, and what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. That's what the Word of God says. Now, if you read the entire chapter 8 
of Hebrews, it says if there had been nothing wrong with the first covenant, first chapter seven, no place would have been sought for another. But God found fault with the people and said, and he goes through it all. And he goes by in verse 13, it says by calling this covenant new, he has made the first one obsolete. And what is obsolete and outdated will soon disappear. Rejected. It is rejected. It was if it was still in play today, it would not have been called obsolete and rejected. That's why I say that Christianity is a rejection of the old covenants, a rejection of Judaism. Now, I'm not disparaging the fact that the prophets, Abraham, Isaac, and all the rest of them were there. I'm not disparaging the fact that Moses was there. I'm not taking any of that away from the Bible. Heck, you can go all the way back to Adam and Eve. They were there too. All of these things the Bible talks about in the Torah, the five first books of Levitical law, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, happened. And we can't just pretend like it didn't happen, but we don't base our current faith of Jesus Christ, who was rejected by these leaders, by the way, on what they believed in the Old Testament with all of the old rituals that they still want to do today, including the use of the Zohar, which they put in as an apocryphal text as far as what they believe as part of the Talmud, which basically brings all of the satanic worship together in one book. That's not okay. And as Christians, we have to understand that. That's why I say Christianity is not a continue of Judaism. It is a rejection of Judaism because we now have a new covenant with God Almighty through Christ Jesus. And we really, really need to understand that. And if we understand that, it starts making a whole lot more sense. All of it does. But when you get a chance, watch what and listen to the show that I did last night with Dr. Tenpenny. I'm not going to go into detail with all of that now because if I do, it's going to take another hour to do it, and I don't want to do that. If I'm, if I'm going to do that on this show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take an entire hour out and make it a green show, and that way we can use that show if Austin and I have to travel or we're out of town or something else. But, guys, thank you so much from Australia, from the feedback you guys give me. Gosh, you guys are smart. You really are. You guys are brilliant. And I prayed for you this morning. I mean, I really had an earnest prayer this morning. I really prayed hard this morning because, guys, the whole thing is this. Light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. People are so encased and concreted in with normalcy bias, they don't want to believe and know the truth. That's why Jesus said light has come into the world, but the world has preferred the darkness. They don't want to understand that we don't have to do what they tell us to do from the CDC. Nobody, absolutely nobody in the CDC can write laws. People need to get that. It's a private organization. They have no authority over us at all. You know, an interesting article was sent to me this morning, and it was talking about Governor DeSantis. It was a News with Views article by Lex Green, and it says, why Governor DeSantis thinks you are safe if you're vaccinated? And he goes on to say, this is by Lex Green. Allow me to begin with this fact. We have one president, one vice president, 435 members of Congress, and nine unelected and totally unaccountable members of the U.S. Supreme Court, 50 governors, and thousands of mayors. And not a single one of them was elected by the people to decide who to, who to quarantine, when to mask, who can earn a living, and who can't. Who must be vaccinated? What will happen to those who refuse? Not a single one was given that authority. These decisions rest with the American people and no one else. Now that I've said this baseline fact straight, allow me to state some more facts. Only 13 doctors are running the Marxist COVID op. 
nine of whom are directly on payroll with congressional Democrats, and seven of whom have received funding from the Clinton Foundation. None of these 13 ever see patients. Meanwhile, more than 2,300 international virologists totally disagree with the scam science forced down people's throats by those 13 Democratic doctors, and more than 10,000 frontline doctors have filed a suit against those responsible for intentionally lying to the public. So why is Governor DeSantis suddenly pimping the vaccines after standing so strong against the COVID scam until now? First, like President Trump, DeSantis is not a doctor nor a scientist. This means that he must rely upon the expert opinions of those who are, in short, following the scientists. The issue is who's science? So he's giving Fauci authority, I guess, over the whole country by following him. Governor DeSantis is. And the sad part about this is, does that mean Governor DeSantis can't pick up an iPad or a telephone and find alt media to tell him the truth of what's going on with the vaccines? Does this mean that all of these people can't get to DeSantis? Well, I contacted a local sheriff who I know, who's a good friend. Who's a good friend of DeSantis, and I forwarded this entire article to him this morning and asked the police send it to Governor DeSantis. Now, whether he does or not, I have no idea. The point is this. We can't allow DeSantis or Trump or anybody else a pass on this. It's not okay. Donald Trump is and was not your friend. Is not your friend and was not your friend. We were hoodwinked by this guy. Now you say, well, I can't believe you're saying that. I'd rather have him than Biden. Would you? Would you really rather have him than Biden? Would you rather be lulled and have the patriot community lulled back into sleep for four more years while he continued to lie to us and do whatever he wanted to do? Heck, he was in control of the Congress and the Senate for the first two years and couldn't even get rid of Obamacare. Remember that? Obamacare. Couldn't get rid of it. Couldn't say no to it. Couldn't get it to stop. Got the forced mandate, the forced payment of that basically revoked. But that was it. He didn't do anything. Couldn't get the wall up. Couldn't do anything. Could not do anything. Was completely and totally stopped by the deep state who basically was working through him and with him to pretend like he was doing stuff that he was not doing. Where are the pardons for the 500 people that have been put under arrest from January 6th on the meeting and the rally that Trump called to D.C.? Then he says, who shot Ashley Babbitt? Big question mark. Trump said that. He was president of the United States when Ashley Babbitt got shot. Then he pushed red flag gun laws. Then he had the ATF rewrite bump stock laws. We were lulled into a comatose situation with Trump and with Q, which was a giant CIA psychological psych operation to make us stop fighting against this for four years. So who's better? I'm asking you. I'm not going to give you my opinion on this. Who's better right now for the United States? Trump did whatever the globalists told him to do and the cabalists told him to do. So is Biden. But at least we see it with Biden. We're really willing to admit it. Now Trump is packing out rallies again, packing them out again, telling everybody he's running for four more years. Well, four more years of what? Four more years of just absolute nightmare, nothing happening again with us sitting back on our laurels saying Trump will save us, Trump will save us. Trump ain't going to save anybody, guys. His daughter's a witch. She's a cabalist. When did Trump ask his daughter basically to convert back to Christianity if she ever was a Christian and to leave the satanic ways behind that she's raising her children and his grandchildren in. When have you heard that? Guys, listen to me. Our hope is in Christ Jesus. That's why I talked about it so much on the show last night with Dr. Tenpenny. And we have to organize at the grassroots level, and we have to get the pastors in the pulpit. And quite frankly, I don't think the pastors in the pulpit are going to listen. I don't think they're going to listen. I think they're a bunch of pansies. I think they've been so indoctrinated now by the Johnson Amendment 
and the 5013C standing they have and the lifestyle they've been able to acquire. I don't think at all that these guys are going to come out and start in aggregate talking about what's really going on because I think even if they're on Zionist TV and they have these huge ministries that are bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars a year, which by the way, there are a bunch of those. That if they start talking the truth about what's going on, they're going to be pulled off these ministries, off the TV sets. So I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. And so they're not going to do that. They've got too many big mortgages they've got to pay. And quite frankly, the little guys, they're so caught up in many cases, listen to me, especially here in the South, with Masonic Lodge influence inside of the churches, that many pastors are Masons. Yeah, I didn't think you'd probably want to know that one, but they are. Now, does that mean they know the entire problem they're in with the Masonic Lodges? Did they, did they, have they read Morals and Dogma by Albert Pike, which says they're trying to basically utilize the seething energies of Lucifer to take over the planet? No, they don't know that. The vast majority of them don't. But I'll say one thing. I have one friend of mine who basically has stopped associating with me, which is okay, who basically whose father was a well-known preacher, and this guy's a well-known preacher. He's had his own national TV show, who basically his father was a high-level Masonic leader, like a 33-degree Mason. Oh, yeah. And I tried to tell my friend what his father was involved with, and I knew his father personally. I know this guy personally, and he wouldn't receive it, wouldn't hear it. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe my friend is also a Masonic leader. Maybe he doesn't want to know what the Masonic lodges believe. I don't know. I don't know. But the reality is this. The pastors have been compromised. The Catholic Church has been compromised with all the Masonic leaders in that. So the only thing we can do here is we can start at-home Bible studies. Okay, we can do that. We can start our own podcast like Austin and I did seven years ago. I thanked God Almighty this morning. I, I, I literally – I don't normally talk about this, but I got on my knees this morning, and I prayed, and I thanked God that he's given us a voice and that we've done over, over a 1,000 podcasts. Now I'm telling you guys and that we're making a difference, and we have a huge listening audience all over the world that's being told the truth. Because, guys, if we all do something, if we start a small group meeting, if we pass this show to forward to other people, if we do something – like I said yesterday, we're all in this arena now. The blood and guts are all around us. We got people dropping dead everywhere from these kill shots, and we're going to pretend like we can't do anything. And then we've got this senile one who's just a front stooge for the New World Order, as Trump was a stooge for the New World Order, doing what they told him to do. We've got to stand against all of this with every fiber of our being. We have to. We've got to rely on Jesus. And if you weren't raised in the Christian church and you don't understand what I mean by Christ being our Redeemer and our Messiah, guys, God Almighty himself saw what happened with the ancient Canaanite religions. He saw that the Judaism didn't work with the Israelites, the ancient Israelites, because they turned to the idols and started worshiping the evil one. And I, Dr. Tenpenny said this on the show last night. These people that are the Satanists, they're deeply committed to their faith. Why? And I talked about this. Because when you sit into – when you go into a situation where you're sacrificing a human being, you're kind of in this. Because if you try to get out of it, you're going to get exposed. You're probably going to go to jail or they're going to kill you. Remember what they told my buddy Man Cow when he went to that Babylonian party and quickly left when all the people were doing all these sex acts and all this weird stuff down there in San Diego? They told him the next day. They met him on the street and said, if you mention what they told – what you saw last night, we will destroy you if not kill you. Remember this? They, they don't play this game. When you get into this stuff with these groups of people that do all of this stuff, they're playing for blood. It's like Austin said. It's a clown show. The difference is this is a clown show where they're playing for blood, and they're shedding blood, and they're doing this on an ongoing basis to reduce the population of the planet. For some reason, these interdimensional entities 
are culling the farm. They want to reduce the population of the planet. Apparently, we've aborted enough babies and fed them enough energy and done enough weird stuff that they're trying to manage the resources on this planet so they can maintain a perpetual feeding trough on this planet from what we're doing down here, and they need to get rid of a bunch of us. Or something else. You can pick out whatever you want. It says, as the Bible says, as Satan runs around as a roaring lion seeking those whom he may devour. But remember, I've taught you this. But he may not devour us because we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. And he can no longer touch us as Christians. And that's why we have to understand who and what we are in Christ Jesus. All right, that's enough of that. Austin, what do you think, brother? And uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Well, what you're talking about with a lot of the churches being compromised people have to understand that this is going to start becoming more and more regular and it's going to start becoming more and more blatant and in our face i saw an article earlier that came out from the new york times basically it was a sunday article and it discussed how big tech social media giant is now partnering with religious organizations to make a goal of a platform virtual home religious communities that's all inclusive according to the sunday article new york times Ahead of the Hillsong Atlanta opening, developers were working with Facebook, regularly met with Pastor Sam Collier to explore ways through which, and I quote, to go further and farther on Facebook. According to the Times, the church put out a statement saying it was partnering with Facebook and since then started posting live streams of the church services exclusively on Facebook. He said they are teaching us and we are teaching them, Collier told the Times. Together we are discovering what the future of the church could be on Facebook. Collier did not elaborate further in his conversation with the Times, saying he had signed a non-disclosure agreement with Facebook. I bet he did. <laughs> and interesting enough, in recent years, the platform has been building partnerships with religious organizations of various sizes, from tiny congregations to huge churches, such as the Assemblies of God and the Church of God in Christ. You guys listen to me? What we're seeing now here is a mending together of probably, if not the most communist, offensive, restrictive, tyrannical online social media platform is now partnering with Christian churches and Christian organizations. And I can tell you right now, in my opinion, the sole purpose of this is to muzzle what the churches are saying and then in the future use those same churches to push the propaganda that Facebook has already been pushing for years. Let me explain something to you guys. Facebook's not your friend. They don't care about you. They don't care about who you are. They don't care about your relationship with Christ. They don't care about you getting saved. They don't care about you being basically prepared. They don't care anything about you. You're a number. You're a digital data to them. You are a consumable item that they sell your information. Facebook collects everything you do, everywhere you go, everything you say, every person you come in contact with, and they sell it to the highest bidder. Read the terms and conditions that constantly get updated. It will blow your mind on how much money you are worth to Facebook. That is the only thing you are worth to Facebook is a monetary value. Facebook has no interest in promoting Christ, nor do they have any interest in promoting churches. This is a very, very, very effective – I will give them that – a very effective way to infiltrate some of the major churches in this country. So when the time comes – and it's coming, my friends – 
when the time comes to push the mark of the beast and the implantable chip and so that everything you buy or sell will be through the chip and you'll not be able to do any of which without it. These churches are going to start promoting exactly what they're told to promote on the Facebook communist platform media. That is the only reason they're putting this together so they can come in with a one world religion perspective and say, listen, the Muslims are agreeing on this. The Christians are agreeing. The Jews are agreeing. The Buddhists are agreeing. We're all agreeing. We have to bring this in for your protection. You have to take this. This 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 mark is going to be it's so effective, guys. It's going to be so safe. It's going to be so simple, and it's going to make everything so much better. You got to take it. That's where this is going. What do you think this is going to be? Some little like, oh my goodness, we just happened to happen to occur. We don't know how it happened. It just kind of popped up. I'm just I'm going to pass. I'm not going to take the mark. I'm just not going to worry about it. No, you're either going to take it. Or it's going to be unbelievably difficult to survive in, in society. That's where it's headed with this. There is absolutely no reason that these churches that I just mentioned are going out of their way to partner with Facebook when they are literally the epitome of communism run amok in social media. And they are partnering with them saying that we're going to go farther and further and get the word of God out on Facebook. I can tell you right now, Facebook already censors when you start quoting certain Bible verses on pages. They've already done it. They've suspended certain pages because they've talked about homosexuality. You cannot talk about certain Bible verses on Facebook or you get banned. They've been very, very clear and open about that. So now all of a sudden they're doing this for the greater good of Christianity and partnering with these churches? Give me a break. You're going to have better off finding a high-end, waterfront, oceanfront property in Kansas than you are actually getting any type of legitimate sermons off Facebook, period. Facebook has been cracking down for years on free speech. They've done it right in front of our eyes, and we've watched it happen. And then we go, okay, listen, we're going to bring out our own private platforms. Then what happens? Oh, those have free speech on them. You can't do that. You can't basically do that. You're going to take that down because you're, you're inciting hate speech. This is what they do. They own a monopoly on social media, and they're going to continue to push the agenda as far as they can. That's why now they're already talking about Synchron has now started FDA trials. If you don't know what Synchron is, they basically have the permission from the FDA now to start testing on human patients. Synchron is basically at the forefront, even in front of Elon Musk, on Neuralink-style implantable devices. Synchron beat other companies, announcing it has secured regulatory approval for tests of commercial products in human brains. Commercial is another way to say practical and applicable to real life, said Dr. Jay Makoa. Commercial brain-computer interfaces are a new era for the FDA. The agency plans to hold a webinar this Thursday where it will provide further guidance on topics and how to design such appropriate clinical trials. Venture capitalists are suddenly eager to embrace the technology. So far this year, brain-computer interface startups have raised over $133 million in the last three months. This already exceeds the capital raised in all of last year and is by far the most since the year Neuralink came out in 2017. Synchron has already performed multiple tests of different variations, including on earlier four patient trials in Australia. 
said there's a range of safety concerns that they're dealing with, but the company plans to place an advice called a stentrode, which is smaller than a mask stick, in the brain to help out with patients control digital devices like computer cursors through their thoughts. The implant works by communicating via a tiny wire with a second implant into the chest. The transmitter then sends signals to a computer outside the body near the patient. Remember how last year, year and a half ago, I talked into detail about how 6G was building basically a digital virtual reality augmentation. That's what 6G was going to be. It was going to allow you to see and work on your phone without holding your phone in front of your face. You were actually going to project and see your screen. And I got emails basically telling me that I had gone off the deep end. Dude, you don't know what you're talking about. You are too far out there, Austin. You've been reading too much. 6G doesn't even exist. Oh, well, now they're coming out and saying, oh, that's right. 6G does exist. And it's based on virtual reality augmentation, real life VR in front of you, right in front of your face, projected in front of your eyes, and nobody else can even see it. It's in your brain. You want to talk about making people go crazy? You want to talk about implanting thoughts, evil thoughts all the time? You want to talk about having people that can dig in to your deep subconscious, your subconscious and control what you're going to do, turn you into a lone gun shooter at the blink of an eye? Yeah, this technology is now in the forefront of being widely accepted across the world as the FDA has given approval now to start testing on human subjects in the United States. I told you guys the other day, you want to get a glimpse of that from almost 20 years ago, the technology. Watch the movie The Manchurian Candidate. You'll find out real quick what they were already doing two decades ago as they like to tell everybody in films, and they say – most film depictions on what they show us that they're doing is usually 10 to 20 years behind the curve, meaning what they show us in a film already happened 10 to 20 years ago. This is what they're doing right now with Synchron. So when I see groups that are coming out and bragging about partnering with Facebook that are allegedly Christian groups, and I see where we're starting to go now with them telling people, if you don't get the shot, you can't function in society. You need to get your shot in the arm. You need to get your shot in the arm. Oh, you just need to get your implant in your wrist. You just need to get the chip in the wrist. That's all it is. You just got to get a chip in the wrist. It actually rhymes better. Get the chip in the wrist. They're probably going to come out with a song for it. You know what they like to do, stuff like that, some psychological operation. They already did it in kids' shows. We talked about it on ST Brower. Mom, uh, mom posted the video on there, one of the cartoons. People were going up and getting their chip in the wrist. And then this evil person in this cartoon is a kid's show. Basically was controlling everybody through the chip in the wrist and how it was this great, great thing for society. Guys, this is where it's headed. The beta test was the shot. The virus didn't turn into the concept of bringing the vaccine. The virus was there in order to bring in the vaccine, if that makes any sense. The whole reason for the COVID pandemic was to introduce the shot. The shot wasn't because of the pandemic. They did this specifically to bring this in and inject everybody with basically this shot now. That they're claiming is to save everybody and now claiming that the variant is some random happenstance because people aren't getting the injection. They talk over themselves in what they say, and it makes no sense. They contradict themselves with every word. That's why I started laughing when I saw the CDC told everybody they need to start wearing masks again. And the sad part about it is, my friends, the sad part about it is 
our listeners, our customers, our family, our health masters family, I know you guys are awake. I know you're awake. I get the emails all the time from everybody. But the sad part about it is there's going to be a huge handful of the populace that go, oh, oh, I got oh, I got to put my mask back on before I go inside Publix. Oh, I got to put my mask back on to go inside the mall. I got, I got to do it you know, because it's, it's what I'm told to do. And this is how they're going to continue to get everybody back on the shot. Mom sent me an email from somebody sent them on a uh, Facebook – or not Facebook, Instagram, which is controlled by Facebook, by the way. Instagram has shadow banned us on a lot of stuff repeatedly. So we still continue to get the truth out there, but they constantly put the little CDC bar and some stuff they take down, some stuff they block. Pretty soon we'll probably be in Instagram jail like they like to do to everybody that speaks the truth. And remember yesterday I talked about how the VA – the first federal agency has come in now and told everybody you have to get the shot in the VA. And I brought up the question. I said, how are they going to mandate this and what are the side effects going to be? Because if all these doctors, physicians, nurses start quitting in the VA, what are they going to do? And this is the response from one of our listeners. She said, I knew the VA was going to pull the mandate stunt. Thank God I got out when he told me. And to answer Austin's question about what would staff in the VA hospitals do without enough staff? They'll call in the National Guard, like Reagan did with having the Air Force pilots fill in for striking airline pilots. It's why I always said our union was a joke at work. But sadly, they'll all cave and get it. The ones with the spine have already left. It's so sad. And he's right about modern-day book burning. Kendall Fire isn't just a random name. Think about that for a second. The Kendall Fire, the K-I-N-D-L-E Fire, Kindling Fire right in front of us, <laughs> like Amazon One, the number one they say, but when you say it, Amazon One, that's their new digital system they've brought in now, the, the contactless systems, Amazon One, Kindle Fire, like Kindling Fire. Dude, they're showing us what they're doing right in front of us. Get the truth out there, my friends. Get the truth and continue to wake people up. Do this show through our articles. Continue to preach what's going on because it's not a joke anymore. It's happening right in front of us, and it's time now that everybody wake up, open their eyes, and say, no, I'm not going to comply. I'm not going to consent anymore like I did dozens of times last year and got an almost numerous physical altercations over masks. Over mask. Think about that for a second. That's how brainwashed some of the people are, that they were willing to almost virtually get in a fist fight with me over a mask. Now, they didn't, per their better judgment, but their posturing and their body language and their words said otherwise of what they wanted to do. You're trying to get in fist fights with people over wearing a mask. When every single agency now has said that masks aren't needed, when Fauci said that masks don't work, when the research that I brought up to the school board system even discussed the fact that masks are detrimental when they're worn all day long, especially cloth masks, the research study that showed when they took children's masks that they had been using all day and compared them to clean masks that had never been worn. The masks that had just been worn one day were contaminated with dozens of different bacteria, including staph and E. coli. And not one single virus was found on all of those masks. Not one. Didn't stop one virus. All bacteria. But you're supposed to put it on your face and breathe through it all day because, you know, it's for your protection. Come on, guys. It's time we wake up and start telling everybody how we really feel and what the real truth is instead of listening to this garbage and people just complying with it. 
like I've, numerously, when I go places, somebody's wearing a mask. It's the first thing I say when I talk to them, if they're engaging me, if it's a restaurant, if it's a store. I said, you don't have to wear that mask. Oh, no, 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 I, I, I have to wear it. They make it weird. I said, you don't have to wear it with me. I'm, I'm telling you, you don't have to wear it with me. You can take it off. No, 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 I'd, I'd rather just wear it. Okay, you know you don't have to wear it. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm just going to wear it. Okay, well, if you want to wear it, wear it. So, I mean, so, you know what I mean? I mean, I can't force you to take the mask off. I don't care. If you want to wear one, wear one. But do not at any point in time tell me or my children or my friends or my friends' children that we have to wear a mask to make you feel better about yourself. And I'm talking to all these clowns in the CDC and on the school boards that are about to pull the same stunt we called them out for doing two months ago. It's coming. Get prepared for the fight, Dad. It's going to be a fight. I mean, last year, same thing happened to me, Austin. You know, I had multiple girls women basically start on me and this is what's so funny this is at a high-end grocery store you know it's the Greenwise, it's a health food store about me not having a mask on or sharon not having a mask on and you know and so i quickly quashed that but then i had two men both of them basically at elevators confront me one up in you know saint augustine and the other one up in tallahassee and the one from tallahassee was a young guy in his 30s and he was a strength coach for one of the football teams that were coming to florida state or one of the wrestling teams and i just hammered them both back I'm not going to put up with that. Don't tell me to put on a mask. Who do you think you are? This is Florida. We don't have to wear masks down here. At least the Sands has got that right. But the problem is, is that these people are believing the lies. That's the crazy part. And the guy in the elevator, the football coach, he's wearing a mask that had perforated holes in it. It was a complete and total joke mask. He was being compliant. It was mad that I got on the elevator. Of course, I let him know how I felt. And we had a little discussion. I explained to him that he wasn't going to intimidate me, blah, blah, blah. And, and the same thing with the other guy. It was about my age on the elevator in basically St. Augustine. He told me that I could not get on the elevator him without a mask on. I said, how about, buddy, you don't get on the elevator with me without a mask on? How much you wait for the next elevator? And I got him right in front of him because he, he thought he was going to intimidate me. Now, I'm going to say something. Austin and I talked about this in depth last year and this year about what they were doing with the masks. And we warned you that the masks weren't over with yet. That the more you comply, see, here's the thing. If they put you back into a mask from a psychological standpoint, you are now submitting to them again. You are now basically licking the boot again, which makes it easier for them to convince you to lick the boot additionally by getting another kill shot. That's why they're doing this, guys, is to program you for obedience. Obedient slaves do what they're told to do. And if you're an obedient slave and you're listening to the rules and you're wearing a mask, it's easier for you to bridge the gap. And take the shot in the arm. Take the shot. Take the shot. That's what they're saying to you. How about no, stay healthy. Yes, stay healthy. How about that? How about we don't want, we don't want our friends dropping dead all around us? I mean, we're having all these people that I know, I told you that the other day, that are in their 40s and 50s that are dying. And, of course, most of them have been vaccinated. And now I will say that I have, do have one friend who basically has taken the shot from college, and she has told me that she's not taking any more shots. She's done with it. Because finally, we have had enough information, I guess, sent to her or she's seen enough side effects from the shots. In fact, she contacted me this morning and said that she had a friend of hers in her early 60s who's suffering with senile dementia. It was coming down with early onset dementia. Now, guys, why does that happen? I'm going to cover that real quick. Your brain has to have cholesterol. It has to have cholesterol in really high quantities. It has to have fat. Your brain is primarily fat. If your brain doesn't get enough fat because you've lowered your cholesterol levels down artificially by taking statin drugs, your brain simply won't work properly. It can't. It can't function like it's supposed to. 
So what ends up happening is if you don't have enough fat in your brain, the brain starts to short out. If you massively want to increase cognition, if you massively want to increase brain function, make sure that you are not taking statin drugs. I mean, I wrote a book, Breakthrough Health, years ago. And the number one drug I told people never to take are statin drugs. If your cholesterol is over 300, you want to bring it down easily. Just you know, cut back on a few fatty foods if you want to do that. But don't cut out fatty foods because they're too healthy for you. Every morning for breakfast, I have three eggs, organic, swimming in butter. Every morning, organic butter, organic eggs. That's what I have before the show. It stabilizes my blood sugar and gives me really good cognition throughout the show. That's what I eat every single morning, and it makes you not want to crave crave carbohydrates all day because what happens is if you eat a bunch of sugar first thing in the morning, like you have a sugary cereal and you have sugary juice, you put sugar in your coffee. When you drink all that and eat all that, your blood sugar spikes, and then you feel pretty good for a little bit because of the caffeine and the sugar. Well, then what happens is your body signals your pancreas to release insulin to bring the sugar back down because you're not supposed to have that much sugar floating through the bloodstream and when that happens your body in many cases if you put too much sugar and puts too much insulin in and the sugar drops too low and you crash your blood sugar crashes and you feel like garbage so what do you do you go get a donut you'll go get another cup of coffee because it pushes the sugar back up so you're on this continual roller coaster and eventually you develop a condition called syndrome x in which you can no longer function properly as far as maintaining proper blood sugar and or insulin levels and your body becomes desensitized to insulin and it no longer works and then you have high insulin levels with high sugar because your body's not allowing the cell walls to accept the insulin and then what happens is all that insulin makes you store body fat because it releases a compound. It stops the release of another hormone called glucagon, which burns body fat. So not only do you feel awful, you get a gut and you feel even worse, and then you get sick even worse, and all of a sudden your health goes to pot because you're on a sugar roller coaster and caffeine roller coaster all day, especially with a coffee with cortisol. So then what you do, you go, well, my blood sugar's up, my, my cholesterol's up. Then they put you on statin drugs. Well, now your brain goes to crap on top of everything else. Now you can't think anymore, and now you start coming down with senile dementia. How'd that work out for you? You know, It's so funny because you've got to keep your brain frosty. You've got to read every single day. You have to listen to shows that make you think, that make you have dialogue with that show host. Now, I'm being serious about that. I disagree with you. I really like what you said. You've got to have a show that at least engages you to make you think through what you're going through right now and make you think about the truth. Now, you may not agree with everything that I tell you, and that's okay. I don't mind. I want you to verify every single thing that I say. The same goes with Austin. I want you to verify everything he says because if we don't do that one for another, we're not going to sharpen each other. The Bible says as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Okay, let me get off this topic. By the way, a federal appeals court has found the CDC eviction moratorium unlawful. What does that mean? Federal appeals court ruled that the CDC exceeded its authority. Imagine that by temporary halting evictions amid the pandemic. Who does the CDC think they are? The moratorium is set to expire at the end of July, and landlords have argued that the moratorium amounts to unlawful government outreach that costs property owners $13 billion each month. Because people stop paying the rent. Supreme Court rejected a different case last month from landlords who were seeking to have the eviction ban lifted. So the CDC tells us that we can't evict somebody for not paying the rent, and we listen. The CDC tells us that we have to wear masks, 
and we have to listen? No, I don't think so. By the way, a John Hopkins study found zero COVID deaths among kids without other illnesses. Now, that's zero, and it's John Hopkins. I mean zero. That means nobody. The CDC is ignoring a study from John Hopkins University that found zero deaths from COVID-19 in 48,000 healthy children who had no pre-existing illnesses. Dr. Marty McCary, a medical expert and professor at John Hopkins University School of Medicine, said COVID deaths are greatly inflated. He gave an example of an asymptomatic child who tested positive after being injured on a bicycle accident and counted as a COVID hospitalization. The CDC does not distinguish whether a child is hospitalized for COVID or with COVID. While the CDC claims that 335 children under the age of 18 have died with a COVID diagnosis, the agency, which has 21,000 employees, has not checked to verify whether the death was caused by COVID or some other condition. In other words, a motorcycle accident or a biking accident or a hiking accident. But Kerry also criticized the vaccine adverse event reporting system that records vaccine injuries, injuries, which he says likely underreports adverse events, which Bradley's probably, by the way, is about 1% is what they report. He says the agency seems completely disinterested in discovering natural immunity rates. And this is what we have going on right now in our world today. And we need to understand that if we don't stand firm in what we believe, if, we're not, if we don't stand firm in what we speak and what we say, if we allow ourselves, like the Bible says, to be tossed to and fro by every wind of teaching, First Timothy says that in latter times some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. And such teachings come through hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron. That's Fauci. That is Fauci. They're talking about Fauci, and they're talking about our government leaders, hypocritical liars whose conscience have been seared as with a hot iron. They follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons, it says. That's what they're doing right now. And we have to understand that the Bible is the answer for the questions that we have for today. It is. The Spirit clearly says that in latter times, some will follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Such teachings come through hypocritical liars who consciously have been seared as with a hot iron. Guys, this is who runs the planet, are these deceiving demons and spirits. And this, this, quote, deep state of all these unelected officials at the CDC who are put into positions of power and issue unlawful mandates that you should not have to or never follow. But then they create a statute in the law. Local municipalities and states do that, even though they're never put into the law as far as being passed as a law. And then all of a sudden you can get arrested and go to jail because you broke a statute. This is craziness, guys. And if we don't stand against this absolute tyranny, it's never going to get better. And Austin was right. With Facebook partnering with Hillsong and promoting these worship services that never talk about the blood of Jesus, they never talk about the power of the cross. They take the cross out of their services. They take the blood out of their services. Heck, the founder of Hillsong, his father was a pedophile and basically raped a bunch of young boys. Yeah, that's the founder of Hillsong. Why don't you do some research on it? How about the guy up in New York with the Hillsong Church? He was having multiple affairs on his wife all the time. Yeah, that guy. If one thing we don't need to listen to is Hillsong as far as their services. It's awful. Now, I will say this. Some of their worship and praise music is really good. But where's the blood of Jesus praise music? Hmm? Where's that? Where's that with Hillsong? I never find any of that. That's why it's so important. Be very careful what you sing. Be very careful what you read. And make sure that everything can bring honor and glory to Christ. I love you guys. It was my pleasure to pray for you this morning. It was my responsibility and my joy. 
I appreciate it. Guys, thank you. Thanks for all the texts and all the letters. And guys, listen to me. We're all part of this. Whether you agree with me or don't agree with me, at least we're in this together. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Think about those numbers for a second that he just brought up. That you know They've allegedly said that there were 381 deaths or whatever of kids from COVID in the entire United States. And now John Hopkins is saying zero. Do you know how many kids there are in the United States, zero to 17, as of last year? 74 million. 74 million. The death rate from the injection far exceeds what COVID could even possibly be under the children as far as zero to 17. But yet they're saying kids 12 to 18 need to get the shot. Now they're doing tests to try to have it six months old to 12 to get this injection. There's nobody else see what's going on here. Now they're saying the kids have to wear masks even though the masks do not work whatsoever at all. Remember the CDC – I've talked about this in detail two months ago. They are not only a government agency. They're a quasi-government agency. They are a private organization that accepts government and private funding that that basically works under as a branch off the Department of Health and Human Services. They operate as a private 501c3 public charity. The CDC receives charitable contributions from all types of individuals, not just government funds think about that next time they start running their mouth about what you have to do thank you my friends for the support continue to get the truth out there healthmasters.com if you need anything at all we're here to help you out the best we possibly can and also be sure to check out the product of the week y'all voted and it won as far as on product of the week the vitamin e the super e be sure to check it out it'll be on the website today thank you for the support have a blessed safe awesome night we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always